This is Amplify You, the podcast about you discovering your message and broadcasting it to the world. If you're a coach, author, or speaker, you'll want to tune in. If you're looking for the best return on your time investment to get your message out to the world in a bigger way, we're giving you full access and behind the scenes look of how we're running our podcast, how our clients have found success, and what you can do to launch your podcast today. The world needs your message. I'm Michelle Abraham, the host. Join my family as we unleash your unique genius and find the connections you need to launch your adventure today. Join us and let's get Amplified. Hello, hello, Amplify You. Michelle Abraham here, your host. And today I'm super excited. I'm bringing you guys an Ask the Expert interview. And today my guest is Adira Angelucci. And I just so excited because Adira has, oh gosh, she's got so many cool things going on. She is known as the video queen. She is a co-founder of Spiro Creative. She is a business and marketing strategist and is passionate about working with those creative entrepreneurs like I am, like so many light workers and amazing people that are out there just making a huge impact in the world. So Adara has got so much experience and knowledge when it comes to, um, you know, exuding our confidence and being on video and all those amazing things. I've seen some of her work. I've been in, in working in, for companies that have used her videos everywhere. And I just love what she's up to. And I know she's going to have some great gems for us today. So Adara, welcome to Amplify You. Thanks, Michelle, for having me. This is such a pleasure to be the other one on the interviewee side of things. Um, usually I'm in your uh, seat, so this is always fun for me. Um, and so awesome to have all of these entrepreneurs that are so willing to put out their message and their movement in a podcast voice form. Um, and hopefully I'm going to try to convince you to do it in video form too. Um, when like you really kind of don't know what you're doing <laughs> and you're just hoping that somebody resonates with what you have to say. So, um, yeah, let's get into it. Oh, I love it. So, um, I, first of all, want to know how did you get started on video doing videos, video work? And that's such a, like an interesting like niche and you've been doing it for quite a while. So I'd love to know how you got started. Well, simple story. Just when I was a kid, I wanted to be an actor and then I really wanted to have my own TV show. That was going to be the thing. And I stated that to all my friends in high school and they were like, yeah, right. You're going to have your own show. Um, and so I just, um, I was one of these people that didn't do like a route of, you know, BCIT broadcast school. I very much went on my own little path and had a lot of work experience, got a producer job, got a hosting job. And then eventually I had my own TV show. And so I was so passionate about uh, interviewing people, finding their story, learning why they did what they did. That was really my curiosity in life. I was one of these why askers. I'm actually writing a TEDx right now about it. And uh, I really wanted to understand how their world worked and why they chose what they did. And uh, the best way I knew how to do that was showcase it on video. I mean, you and I grew up watching TV and movies and being swept away by stories. And so I really wanted to tell really awesome stories that motivated, inspired and uplifted uh, humanity in an essence to start thinking outside the box and do things that they loved. So that's what I did. And then I met my now husband through that experience and he had all the video and editing uh, skill set and I had all the producing like hosting marketing skill set. So we've come together and now have had our video company since 2011. 
That's amazing. So not only did he check off the husband boxes, but he also checked off the partnership and work <laughs> boxes as well. That's awesome. Well, that's great. He came with those skills. I taught my husband how to do podcast editing and stuff along the way. So he. Wow. Good for you. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, it's been helpful for us because we know how to stay in our lanes because it yeah. is very interesting if you also work with your partner um, and the people listening uh, it can really mess with the relationship because then are you work are you work people are you like lovers are you you know um, <laughs> hanging out as roommates so it just adds one more extra level to the relationship that um, can get tricky sometimes for sure especially when we're all working from home living from home like you know whatever we don't leave our houses anymore yeah it's a whole different layer to things right well that's so awesome i just love all the experience that you've had it's really neat and i want to touch back on some of the things that you just said in a minute about your your getting stories out of people because i think we could use some of your skills and some of your knowledge and are some helping us become better interviewers as well so i'm going to touch back on that in a minute but i want to find out more about video so what's your thoughts on videos for podcasters should we be doing podcast videos yes of course yes uh i mean honestly people only retain i think like 35 percent of what they see and hear uh or, or hear and then if they see and hear it together it's like up to 65 percent. so it only makes sense that you would show a visual and see um so, like hear someone talking at the same time. Um, someone's going to definitely be able to capture that information uh, better in their brains. Yeah, like I think you're appealing to different learning styles too, right? Love, so my, that... love my percentages and how they were so off. But my, my point was, is that <laughs> you retain more information when you see and hear something together. <laughs> I got that. That's all good. <laughs> yeah, I think that's great. So what we're finding about podcasters is that, you know, a lot of people are a little hesitant to do the video because the statistic, let's try that again. Statistics are showing that people are out there like taking you with them when they're yes. podcasting, which means like they're away from their computers usually. But I think that then if you're doing only audio podcasts, you're probably missing out on a huge percentage of people that are at their desks and listening to watching YouTube or watching videos as well. Is that, do you well, think that's correct? Okay, well, you're absolutely right. I mean, I would say most people are taking their podcasts in the car um, and on the road, so they're not actually going to watch the visual. But uh, if you have your podcast on YouTube, YouTube's the second rated search engine because it's owned by Google. We all know this. So it does make sense that your your interview or podcast would come up as an option while I'm searching for something in that topic. So it's just yeah. another way to get a notice. I watch a lot of YouTube videos while I'm driving. I'm not watching it, but it's playing. <laughs> yeah. um, and uh, it's because uh, that's where I go to find my searches or uh, mm -hmm. I'll be looking on Google for something. So I'm not, uh, not everyone knows to go to some podcast streaming, you know, yeah, place yeah. for information, we could just already kind of be online or at our desk, and your information pops up that way. So that's why I think it's awesome to have it available. Yeah, that's a great idea. And, you know, I think there's the more places you can have it, the better. <laughs> so it's not going to hurt anything. And if you're already recording in audio, you might as well just turn on that camera. And as long as you got okay lighting, then you're good to go. <laughs> yeah. Like I what just is Oh, sorry, I was just thinking I just watched one the other day. It was like an hour and a half long. Um, and I found it on YouTube because I'm not I'm not uh, accustomed to going to my podcast app to Google search uh, for, for information when I'm looking. 
Yeah, that's a really good point because not, you know, there's so many people already on YouTube. Might as well take advantage of the people that are already there listening to you, right? I was just going to ask you as far as like video goes, like what are some suggestions or some must-haves that we need to do before we think about doing a video uh, for a show? Well, everyone obviously needs a good microphone, which I do not have because every time I plug it in, uh, it like goes to my Bluetooth and I'm just like the tech piece of it. I haven't quite figured out yet, but I have two awesome microphones that I should be using. So number one, have a good audio source or make sure that wherever you are, where Michelle is, she looks like she's in a little cabin, is like locked off sound wise. So we're not hearing like screaming children and things in the background. Um, And then obviously you want a good light source. So I'm just using my window basically and I have another little light right here. But other than that, you just want to make sure you're well lit and well heard and that the place behind you is not cluttered. So, um, I mean, this isn't a totally ideal. I mean, I could really play around with this a little bit more, but um, for the most part, it's clean, right? And it's not taking away people's um, attention to what I'm saying. Right. And so for people that are watching, Adira's got like a couple of videos in the back, a couple of pictures on the wall, and she's got a few things on her shelves. Um, I have nothing, but I'm also in front of a window, but my lighting's not as good as yours. It's a lot lot darker. And so my background is quite black. So we want to ideally have a little bit lighter background. Is that right? Yes. You want to make sure, well, technically like your three point lighting is that you have two lights at you this way and one that's lit behind you. So, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. I just wondered about that. Yeah, I have one of these guys too, but I feel like it does just doesn't even like do anything on my there a little bit better. (laughs) Yeah, it's not strong enough. This one (laughs) usually usually when I'm recording, I have um actually a painter's light um that's like a super hardcore like Uh bright in your eyes kind of light. Um, but it seems to work really well, but only if I have certain angles because it doesn't cast uh sorry because it casts a, a shadow. So yeah. what it, so the two lights in front of you, one behind you strategy seems to help eliminate that shadow situation. Yes. Yes, and I well, I have a tiny little shadow right here, but I can't. Uh, I don't know if I turn my light off back there if it would help. It might. It's actually probably this light. Nope, it's not. I don't know. Um, but uh, yeah, and then in your edge too, I would have like some stuff in your backdrop, whether you have like a painting and like something just on um, a wall or some sort of motivational mm-hmm. quote or something, and you're golden. And then yeah. we don't really want to see the roof, um, and we want to make sure that Sorry. we're like at eye level with <laughs> yeah. the lens. Yeah. That makes sense. And I was also thinking too, when someone's hearing your podcast and maybe they're really resonating with you, they're going to want to Google search you and um, see who you are. Um, I know I do that. I do that for like reference of who I was actually listening Mm -hmm. to, whether I'm jiving with their persona and like their real self. I mean, we, that's one reason why I love video so much is because it really does reveal who you are, say over like a picture or hearing someone's audio. Like I, I, you can see me, you're kind of picking up my energy just over uh, this visual. So. And I think a natural curiosity too, like um, I would want to go and listen, I want to go see who I'm listening to. So then I have that like image of them in my head because if you wait too long you know them really well through audio only then you go look at your picture you're like what that doesn't that doesn't match right totally totally I love that it's so funny um so tell us a little bit more about like um some things that when you're thinking about like you love putting stories into um to videos Mm. how, how can we kind of make that work into our shows Mm-hmm. So my philosophy, and I think everyone's, if they're like, 
awakened in some capacity is that we're not actually buying a product necessarily for the product. We're, we're buying the story behind it or the reason why that product was developed. So I particularly choose this particular face cream because I know my, my girlfriend who makes it and I know she puts love and energy and, and awesomeness in there. Is that face cream better than another face cream? Maybe, maybe not, but it's the story that's behind it. It's the, the, the love, the reason why that it's there that I buy it. And so I think understanding someone's real reason for putting something out is what's going to attract people to you, your people, the ones that um, really resonate with your cause or your belief system or your philosophy. And I think that's why it's so important to, to come out with stories that uh, you can share that helped formulate sort of the reason why you do what you do, um, mm -hmm. stories of, uh, you know, more understanding or deep discovery that, that this is why you're implementing this certain thing into your business, or this is why you want to offer this thing um, over the decade that I've been in business for myself, you know, my why or my reasoning for doing stuff really hasn't changed. It's just evolved, you know, and over that time, I've gained more confidence because confidence, just if you need to note anything from this podcast comes after the action. So it's like taking that initial step of sharing a story or putting yourself out on video where you actually then gain the confidence to do it again and or, um, you know, see if you, you liked it or not. It's like that courage that you need to muster to do it for the first time that's actually going to then build the foundation of the confidence within yourself um, because that's the only way you're going to start to believe that what you bring to the world has value. Um, and I will let you know this, you might put out a lot of things that no one resonates with. And we can't take that personally. It's just that uh, maybe the timing, maybe the message at the moment, or maybe just everyone's at a different stage of whatever in your world that they didn't cling on or, or um, you know, comment on what you had to say. And it can be very daunting that you're like, well, no one cares about me. Obviously, no one wants this message. No one, no one, um, you know, thinks how I think. And that's totally not true. Maybe that moment was there for you to then be able to have the confidence to do it again and to do it again and see when you start landing for people um, and they start to really react to what you're saying. And I will let you know that it is always story that people get moved by. You think about movies, if they didn't have a story, um, like we have no reason to cry or laugh or, or communicate on, on an issue. So really, truly, uh, our human brain is, is wired to understand a story. So sharing something within your own life, someone's life, or something that you had an aha moment around is really how people are going to connect with you. Mm. You kind of touched on it a second ago, but is there any particular like types of stories that we should, I always struggle with like, what stories should I tell? Like, I don't know, like, is people going to find this? Are people going to find this interesting? I don't know. So any particular types of stories that we should be looking at? And you said like one that's close to your why, any other ideas? Well, it, it has to come from a place of enthusiasm mm -hmm. and, um, you know, I don't feel like we need to tell stories for the fact of telling stories. I think there is so much noise in the world right now that we really need to like tap in and dig a little deeper on like why we're sharing a, a story. Mm -hmm. So 
what for you let's just talk about this michelle can you think of it as why you want to tell a story or like where are you wanting to position this story or like what is the purpose of the story yeah so this is a great topic because i had something happen to me last week that was pretty devastating for, for business and it was like my facebook account got deleted and however superficial that may seem on the surface of it it actually like took me a while to be like wow all those memories are gone all those pictures like you know years of like connections 15 years actually that i've been on facebook um just gone so that's totally the story i want to talk about either on my podcast or share with everyone one is like oh gosh gosh this could happen to you too um but then like and what are some things we can do about it so that was kind of an idea i was having for a video or a story but i just wasn't sure how to really you know work mm -hmm. that in so are you still in the muck of it or have you come out the other side um, I would say I'm about a week into like rebuilding everything. Oh gosh, my goodness. Okay. I've got about 150 friends on Facebook compared to my 5,000 last week. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. And everyone wants to know, is this a fake friend request? Is yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> and, and do you know why it was deleted or is that not really relevant? Um, no, I think it was deleted because I violated some community guideline and I suspect it's because I posted that I won an award and that we were enrolling in our program on my personal profile so apparently that's not uh, no longer allowed <laughs> Holy crikey I better check this out this is horrid okay so um so I would so the story here then uh, obviously is that you made a boo-boo that you were like unaware of so a you're letting people know that this could happen to you so FYI don't do this kind of thing so that's all obviously a really great header like if mm -hmm. you do this your Facebook account could be deleted kind of thing and then um, I want to hear the like the feelings that were coming up for you mm -hmm. when this happened um, things you never considered um, the, the way that it just feels like this emptiness in your life how you know you built all of these things up and now you have to like restart and then it makes you question everything like are you going to do all the things that you did before or are you going to pivot in subcapacity um and you can either share that story now and kind of leave me hanging because i really don't know what your <laughs> final result is or you can wait till you come out of the other side so that you actually have some like great takeaways for me like um obviously make sure to protect your your pictures or, or keep whatever you care about but also, um, you know, know that you are more than your Facebook group. And maybe this is something that happens to you so that you can reestablish yourself in mm -hmm. a new capacity. Yeah, those are great, great ideas. Because that's literally like going through my head is like, well, do I add back all those friends from, from right. high school yeah. that 15 years ago I was still in touch with now? Not really. Has this opened up more space for new connections? And at one point it was a big loss. Like I was grieving a loss of all those, you know, wedding photos people were tagging me in and all these events and things that I had never downloaded because I thought they were going to be there forever. Right. And then at the same time, there's a whole bunch of extra new room. <laughs> there's a lot more of space. It feels like a lot of stuff has been lifted off. Like that's not there anymore. So yeah, I mean, it's kind of interesting. Um, the emotions that that's evoked over the course of a week and um, yeah. You know, I went from, I went through the emotions of like grieving to be like, okay, I think this is okay. And to be like, okay, well, maybe this is a good thing to happen. Right. Well, and those things are all part of the story. I love all of that. That That's a very engaging story. I would, I would definitely read that. Cool. I love that. So that's great. So guys, if let's just bring it back to like what Adair just said. So it was like, so you need some emotion in it. Mm -hmm. Emotion. Yeah. You need. Go ahead. You have. Well, I just wanted to say, and I'm really like, 
um, sorry uh, if this goes against your philosophy, but um, you have me on your show. Um, I'm really against experts because I feel like I could be an expert in how I am dealing with my business and, and what I've chosen to do because it fits me and my values, but it could not be the right advice for you or the right direction for you. So it's really um, when you put out a story or a message like you are for the Facebook story that you're going to create, um, you're going to share your experience experience in it. And it's okay that you don't have the answers too, right? Like you yeah. don't have to be like, these are the three tips to make a hundred thousand dollars. Like, fuck, those might not be my tips, you know, sorry, mm-hmm. sorry, sorry, I'm not sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, like, so you, you really need to, um, I think lead with curiosity, leave people, uh, with the empowerment of finding their own answers. I think that is mm-hmm. just key and, um, taking me on a journey, like what it was like for you for real, because I'm obviously going to connect with that because I have had similar experiences in, in other ways. Yeah. And I think that's actually like what we are striving for, like authentic leadership, right? Like that is a leader sharing the, not just the good, but like the ugly and the, the bad that's happening in the under, you know, opening up and being authentic. Like this is crap. This just happened. And now putting it all back together and and not knowing the answers is okay. And I think that's, I think you're totally right. That's going to inspire more people to, to listen in and like be a part of what you're doing or be interested or lean in. Right. So um, it's that action. So I think those were you guys listening at home right now. Those were some really great takeaways, like rewind this podcast and listen, there's some really good gems in here. Um, So I think those are, those are really important and impactful. And sometimes um, uh, when we try to like, I like what you said about being the experts, like we're trying to be the expert. Um, we come off as nobody listening to us because it comes off as almost, um, uh, you know, yeah, like inauthentic or not real or like, you know, scripted or, and I like that, you know, people have to come up to their own conclusions. You're right. Those three tips for hundred grand might not be for you. They could be for someone else, but like maybe take one of those and then figure out the other two yourself. I like you're inspiring people to think. Right. Well, I'm on the more Brene Brown side of things where it's mm-hmm. like you want to empower other people to become their own leader, like their own inner guru. Like they mm-hmm. can take in the information that's coming at them, whether it's through your podcast or through whatever senses they're having at the moment. And then they're able to like work that info and put it up against their values, their mission, their reasoning behind what they're wanting to do in life, and then kind of go forward. And of course, they're going to try some of these techniques, and it won't work for them. And that's how they start to build their confidence in their decision making. And that's how they start to build their own roadmap for what success looks like for them, because uh, everyone's path and everyone's journey and everyone's definition of success is all unique and different. Mm-hmm. confidence starts with action guys i heard it right here <laughs> confidence starts. so for those are for those podcasters out there just before we let you go i know you're busy and we're taking up a lot of your time here but it's so valuable this information i think for people to really you know let it sink in about you know don't be afraid to share your story and if you are afraid what are some things that they can do to get over that and get the confidence they need to to really put themselves out there taking risky action, just, just going for it. I mean, I work with so many people who are hiding behind, um, 
their walls and they don't want to kind of be seen and they don't want to, you know, really show up. And, and when I fire them up around like their purpose or their reason, the reason behind what you're doing, I really feel like that needs to be on a big board somewhere. That you <laughs> yeah. have the reasoning for why you're doing what you're doing. It's like, it doesn't matter if you splat it on the wall and nobody listens. The The point is, is that you're listening to your own inner heart call and you're, you're putting out into the world what you really, truly fully believe. And more of that is going to um, start to ignite, you know, other people into starting to believe what they believe. And, and you just automatically, I'm not joking, you will start to build a community and build a foundation and build a network all around this, this, this thing in you that this drive that just needs to be heard, seen, and and do and you know what not heard and seen from other people but like heard and seen from you so I think that's a really great place to start is like this thing is in you that's asking to be seen and heard and if it can be seen and heard by you and you putting it out into the world and whatever like no expectations on how it lands and just allow it to unfold your life is going to be just fine just perfect just amazing successful in your own way yeah amazing I love that you know I was asked a question last week when I was on the podcast being interviewed I was being interviewed for something they said what changes have you noticed in your clients from like before launching their podcast to like you know say six months or a year in and I had never thought about that before but when I look back at all them holy crap like their like confidence is exuding like they're like they they've exercised their voice their voice is like found a way out like it's amazing they've just blossomed into these incredible leaders so uh yeah so cool and and it's funny, I never thought of never really like had a chance to think about that and look back on it. But wow, it's just uh, super cool. So if anything you leave with today, guys, is to just get started, take some action, turn on the video camera when you're recording, press record. It's not so scary after all. I went maybe the first time and you can always stop it. You know, just because you're pressing record doesn't mean it has to go anywhere into the world. You could actually stop it and not share. And then when you're ready, share it. <laughs> but don't yeah. be afraid. And the other thing is too, like if you look back on anybody that's sort of like uh, uber, you know, uh, f- followed like um, Sunny Letter Doozy or Marie Forleo, and you go back to their very, very, very first video, they're mm-hmm. not great. They're, they literally are just kind of getting their thoughts together. They're just kind of putting themselves out there. They're not lit correctly so all of that stuff is true and you have an option of keeping it or deleting it they've they've chosen to keep them there so that you can see the progression and that you don't think it was just perfect out of the gate um if that's not really for you and you really want to like delete your old stuff uh, eventually when you're you're feeling more established great do it the other thing is too is don't think i know we always sell like there's millions of people online and everyone's gonna see you 10 people might see it. And the other thing like I feel too about these like con competitions and, and things like putting out photos of ourselves and tagging people in the challenges and stuff. I'm like, this is just today. Like next week, this will not exist and no one's going to mm-hmm. care. So like truly don't put so much pressure on yourself about showing up for a video and thinking like, Oh my God, so many people are going to see it. So many people are going to think I'm so stupid or whatever silly little story you have running in your head, which is not true. Um, maybe no one will see it, but at least you did it. And at least you're going to keep on working it and getting better at the skill, right? That's really what it is, is a skill set. And sorry, I just wanted to end on something else around, um, shoot, now I just forgot, but I was on a roll there. 
okay, go ahead. Sorry. Woo! I was I just going to say, where else can we find out more information about you and how your videos and how we can work with you, Adara? Yeah, you bet. So um, adaraangelusi.com kind of puts me in a nutshell. Uh, and then Spiro Creative is my video and production company there uh, with my husband. And yeah, either way. But I feel like the work is to really understand your your why and getting that bigger reasoning behind your movement. So you're really clear mm -hmm. on that. And then taking steps, tiny little steps of putting yourself out there um, and then getting better at that skill and then feeling like, gosh, you know, I, I feel so alive when I promote myself. I feel so excited to promote myself. Like I am safe, I am secure, and I have my inner knowing just locked in. There is no reason why I can't shout from the rooftops um, how how I feel about life and what it is that I offer. And that's kind of where you want to be, right? Where you take yeah. out all that all that dense energy around putting yourself out there. It's just not not needed. I love it. Yeah. That is awesome. And if you don't know your why, go check out Simon Sinek's Discover Your Why TED Talk. It's a great one. I mean, it's really helped. It helped me a lot figure out what the hell I'm doing. Why am I doing this? What am I doing? <laughs> yeah. And then go check out Adara's uh, website. My TED Talk. My TEDx Talk. Let's put it out there. It's oh, going to yeah. happen. It's why ask why. Why ask the question why? And um, it's just a dig deeper, like your moral compass, it. like yeah. understanding truly the root of everything that you're up to. Doesn't matter if you're a podcast person or a baker or a sewer or whatever you do in the world, the, the, the foundation is because of this thing. And that's the thing that um, you need to feel really strong about. Yeah, and clearly you do too. So I love yeah, that. <laughs> well, thanks so much, Adara, for so much great brilliance. And uh, we look forward to having you back again. And Amplify You family out there, make sure you go check out what Adara is up to. Her amazing videos are beautiful. And you should uh, get her to do some for you and get your story out there in the world. Yeah, so if you, yeah, sorry, if you want to uncover your why and put it on video, I'm your girl. Yes, I love it. All right. All right, family, till next time, be great and go out there and share your message with the world. Thank you, family, for joining us on this adventure. If you're ready to be heard, head over to mypodcastcoach.com where you'll find out all the tools and tips you'll need to launch your podcast today. If you have a show already and you need some help managing it, please head over to managemypodcast.com and the Amplify You team would be happy to help you manage your podcast. Please also head over to iTunes, like, subscribe, or review our show so we can spread this message. And until next time, be your own unique genius.